0: The of Fictional Delights presents a selection of new flash fiction. The first in this selection is The Thief and is written by Joanna Sterling. The door opened. He could see someone asleep in the bed, the covers moving rhythmically up and down as they breathed. He crept quietly across the room to the opposite wall, lifting down the oil painting depicting a pair of lovers. As he punched each number into the safe keypad, a little whirring sound was emitted, then a louder clunk as the door swung open. The person in the bed stirred. His gloved fingers gently lifted out the small bejeweled egg. Carefully, he shut the safe, rehung the picture. A murmur from the bed. Who's there? Bending over, he stole a kiss before leaving. Pink for a Girl, Blue for a Boy by Joanna Sterling. Oh, honestly, T.S., how did you do that? Another nasty gash. I don't know. You've been in a fight, haven't you? I've told you before not to mess around with the neighbours. That Elliot next door plays rough. You'll have to go down to the surgery. I'm not having it getting infected like last time. You know what a fuss you make about taking tablets. Just get in so I can do the clasp up. How else are you going to get there? I'm not going to carry you. No, I don't know whether you will have to have an x-ray or stitches. But I can tell you now, you will get an injection. Oh, please don't cry, I know it hurts. She told you not to rub or scratch it? Yes, she did. Don't give me all that flim-flam. What am I going to do with you? They gave you this special thing to wear, but it doesn't fit properly and it just makes you awfully unsteady. You won't keep a bandage on. I tried that the last time you got into a fight. I've been to mother care. Had terrible trouble finding something in your size. The shop assistant said this was the smallest. Now don't sulk. It's an all-in-one sleep suit. I can cut a bit off the arms and legs so it will fit you better. I said don't sulk. White is a neutral colour. Be grateful. It could have been pink or blue. The assistant asked was it for a boy or a girl. I told her it was for my cat. She looked at me most oddly. Face to Face by Joanna Sterling. One small lamp pinpoints light directly onto the keyboard. The monitor gives out an eerie glow. The rest of the room is in darkness. The only sound, tip-tap, tip-tap, as the keys are hit repeatedly. The index and middle fingers on each hand, as accurate as any touch typist. His head does not move. He is fixed in concentration on the screen in front of him. He scans the list the pictures, the friends of friends, the blank identities. Where is she? She must be here. He scrolls further down, clicking randomly on pictures, on information panels, on walls of chit-chat. Nice hair, pretty eyes, white teeth, big breasts. Likes movies, cycling and surfing. So much information. These women are a distraction. They are not her. He watches her every morning at the bus stop below his bedroom window. Her friend called out her name once. He takes a sip of Red Bull and types again. Tries a different spelling. His thumb glides over the mouse pad once again, searching for her. There are 800 million users. She must be here somewhere. He must keep looking. Sanctuary, written by Maeve Zara. Apprehensively pushing the back gate open with his stick, he enters the empty garden slowly. A riot of color and perfume fruit of many years work a hidden bird sings following the old brick path passing the pot upon the wall he picks a leaf of lemon verbena the Sun hot upon his head he approaches the shady pergola the teak bench beckoning him to rest lowering himself wearily He squeezes the rough leaf, releasing its familiar tangy perfume as he catches sight of the garden fork still resting up against the stone wall in the corner. Could she still be here, hiding in the garden? His heart leaps. That was where they found him. Museum piece by Joanna Sterling.
1: Miss, Miss, look, a
0: sarcophagus, the small boy shouted excitedly. Nawny, it's a coffin, keep up now. A woman in a pink tabard with a school logo blazoned on the back began shepherding boys in grey shorts to the next exhibit. Couldn't help myself. You're right, it is a sarcophagus, I said.
1: That lady
0: says it's a sarcophagus, pink tabard glared. "'Oh, shut up, you!' "'No mistaking the venom in her voice. "'How rude,' I countered. "'Oni caught my eye and winked at me.
1: "'Who's that?'
0: "'He pointed to the papyrus on the wall. "'The devourer from the Book of the Dead. "'I told you, Oni, keep up. "'Don't make me come back for you again.' "'Pink Tabard had reappeared. "'Oh, it's you. "'Leave the child alone. "'Otherwise I'll report you.' "'I like the devourer's teeth.' Only smiled, exposing small yellowish teeth. What are you talking about, child? Come on, the rest of your class are waiting. It's lunchtime. Yes, she has the head of a crocodile, I said. My name means crocodile. What does she do? Eats the hearts of the wicked, I replied. Leave that child alone. I'm summoning the authorities. Pink Tabard extracted a walkie-talkie from a pocket and twiddled a knob. Ferocious crackling followed.
1: How do they know who's wicked?
0: Only asked. See those scales? He nodded. They weigh the heart to see how good someone's been.
1: So, if you do bad things,
0: crunch. His amber eyes glistened and he snapped his teeth. I need assistance, Pink Tabard spoke into a walkie-talkie. We're by the, what's this called? Sarcophagus, miss. Pink Tabard stepped back and caught a foot, lost her balance and toppled. The walkie-talkie responded, What's the problem? Only chewed and then swallowed before answering,
1: No problem.
0: Charles Marmaduke by Joanna Sterling. The box arrived in the post. It had been packed well by the agent. No sign of damage. The moment he was alone, Charles cut the string, unwrapped the brown paper, and carefully lifted out the glass jar. He held it up to the light. The amber liquid within glowed, swirled, and pulsated. Following the instructions on the handwritten label pasted to the jar, Charles lit a candle and melted the seal. He eased the stopper gently off. There was a hissing sound as wisps of vapour began to escape. With the jar open, Charles could smell the sour odour of the elixir. In one gulp it was swallowed. His throat burnt. He bent double as the cramp took hold of his stomach. It felt as if the elixir was boiling within him. He was not worried. The instructions warned this would happen. For one terrible moment he thought he might vomit and all would be wasted. His guts calmed, now dozens of hammers hitting his skull up and down from the nape of his neck to the bridge of his nose. Then the thunder began inside his head, building from his temple inwards to the very core of his mind. With one final convulsion of every limb, he collapsed to the floor. It was done. Charles stretched out on the Persian rug, and flicked his bushy ginger tail.
1: Twitch's Lament by Joanna Sterling, Saturday, twenty third of June, nine thirty to watch. Homework all done, except geography, but can knock that off on Sunday night. Binoculars and camera, check. Notebook and pencil, check. Sunglasses and baseball cap, check. Corned beef and gherkin sandwich. Cheesy quavers, hard-boiled egg, unpeeled. Packet wine gums, apple, no bananas, mum forgot to buy any this week. Mars bar, check. Money for bus fare and ice cream, check. iPod and backpack, check. Catch number 59B bus, decide against number 57 bus, though a more direct route, don't want to draw attention to self. As an additional confusion tactic, get off bus two stops early. Saunter along cliff top path, trying to look like minding own business. Spot Miss Hipsmith jogging towards me. She looks a real hottie in her pink tracksuit and low cut t-shirt. Her tits are bobbing up and down with each stride. God, what if she asks if I've done my geography homework? Need to take evasive action. Head down and pull Cap further forward. Don't think she recognised me. Reach end of path with no other incidents. First set of steps down. Easy. Council thoughtfully provided handrail. Take a rest at viewing point. Wonder how they got the bench down here. Must have weighed a ton. Great old-fashioned thing made of wrought iron all rusty and peeling yellow paint. Eat some wine gums and make an entry in notebook. Last set of steps has no handrail. Treacherous descent. Dive-bombed by several common goals in a turn. Finally reached gate at bottom of steps. Notice on gate. Due to public petition, the naturist beach has been suspended.
0: This selection of new flash fiction was written by Joanna Sterling and Maeve Sara and read by Mena, Gwyn and Heilwen Bonsells. Don't forget to download next month's Storycast from the Casket of Fictional Delights at thecasket.co.uk where you can find more flash fiction and short stories.